بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين ومن استنى بسنته إلى يوم الدين أما بعد قال الإمام محمد بن وهاب رحمة الله عليه في كتاب التوحيد قال باب ما جاء في منكر القدر وقال ابن عمر رضي الله عنهما والذي نفس ابن عمر بيده لو كان لأهدكهم مثل أحد ذهب ثم أنفقه في سبيل الله ما قبله الله منه حتى يؤمن حتى يؤمن بالقدر ثم استدل بقول النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الإيمان أن تؤمن بالله وملائكته وكتبه ورسله ويوم الآخر وعن عبادة ابن صامت رضي الله عن أنه قال لابنه يا بني إنك لن تجد طعم الإيمان حتى تعلم أن ما أصابك لم يكن ليخطئك وما أخطأك لم يكن ليصيبك سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول إن أول ما خلق الله القلم فقال له أكتب فقال رب وماذا أكتب قال أكتب مقادير كل شيء حتى تقوم الساعة يا بني سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول من مات على غير هذا فليس مني وفي رواية لأحمد إن أول ما خلق الله تعالى القلم فقال له أكتب فجرى في تلك الساعة بما هو كائن إلى يوم القيامة وفي رواية لابن وهب قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فمن لم يؤمن بالقدر خيره وشره أحرقه الله بالنار أحرقه الله بالنار وفي المسند والسنن عن ابن ديلمي قال أتيت أبي ابن كعب فقلت في نفسي شيء من القدر فحدثني بشيء لعل الله يذهبه من قلبي فقال لو أنفقت مثل أحد ذهب ما قبله الله منك حتى تؤمن بالقدر وتعلم أن ما أصابك لم يكن ليخطئك وما أخطأك لم يكن ليصيبك ولو مت على غير هذا لكنت من أهل النار قال فأتيت عبد الله بن مسعود وحذيفة بن اليمان وزيد بن ثابت فكلهم حدثني بمثل ذلك أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم 
حديث صحيح رواه الحاكم في صحيح رواه الحاكم في صحيح in this chapter here in kitab al-tawheed which is the 60th chapter and the chapter is regarding those who deny qadr yani divine decree munkir al-qadr those who deny qadr and in this chapter here shaykh al-islam muhammad abdul wahab rahimahullah ta'ala he brings some nusus regarding the the aqeed of ahl al-sunnah wal jama'ah people of the sunnah regarding the decree regarding the decree and he mentions some narrations and some athar mustadilin mustadilan bi ha using it as proof and evidence regarding this uh, aqeedah regarding the iman in divine decree and the iman in the, in qadr is from the pillars arkan sitta of iman the six pillars of iman and we know the narration of jibril hinama sa'ala nabiy sallallahu alayhi wa sallam an al-iman where he asked the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam regarding iman and he said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam an tu'min billahi wa malaikatihi wa kutubihi wa rusulihi wal yawmil akhirihi wal qadri khayrihi wa sharri and that is that the, the iman, iman is that one believes that you believe in Allah you have full uh, iman al-jazim belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his malaika his angels uh, his books his messengers the last day and al-qadr and having iman in qadr yani divine decree the good of it and the bad or evil of it and also the mess Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says in kull shay'in khalaqnahu biqadrin where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said and everything we've created in fine decree in divine decree so this is from the aqeed of ahl sunnah wal jama'ah to have iman the believer has to have iman in al-qadr in the pre uh, in the divine decree and that is from the pillars of al-islam and many groups have uh, deviated regarding this affair of qadr you have from the qadriya who say la qadra mutlaqa you say that there is no qadr the qadriya they say there is no qadr wallahu la ya'lamu al-ashya'a illa ba'da wuqiha allah la ya'lamu ashya'a al-ashya'a illa ba'da wuqiha and that is the aqidah of the Qadariya deviant group who said that Allah does not have knowledge of anything except after it has occurred. So they deny the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the qudra and the ability of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they say, فَالرَّبُّ لَا يَعْلَمُ مَا سَيَكُونَ وَمَاذَا يُؤَوِّلُ إِلَيْهِ أَمْرَكَ وَهَذَا قَوْلٌ بَاطِلٌ this is a false statement from the Qadriya. Uh, that Allah doesn't know what's going to happen. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, Alam ta'lam anna Allah ya'lamu ma fi samai wal ard, inna thalika fi kitab, inna thalika ala Allahi yaseer. Do you not know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows that which is in the heavens and the earth? Verily that is in the book prescribed. Inna thalika ala Allahi yaseer. And that is easy for Allah. 
ما أصاب من مصيبة في الأرض ولا في أنفسكم إلا في كتاب من قبل أن نبرأها إن ذلك على الله يصير Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ilm of that which will happen before it happens, how it would happen if it happens, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. And this qawl, this uh, rejection of Allah's qadr is from the ghulat of the qadriya, the extreme qadriya. And we have uh, the mention in, the, in Sunnah Abu Dawood and, and other than them, Regarding the qissa and the story that occurred um, uh, regarding the hadith of Jibreel, which is mentioned in Sunnah Abi Dawood, and uh, that is that in the Asr of uh, uh, the Amawi uh, era, Yani Bani Umayyah, there was an individual called Ma'badul Juhni wa al Qadri. Ma'bad. Al-Juhni, and he was the individual who started this Qadariya creed. And him and somebody called Ghilan al-Qadari. Now, they started up the issue of Qadr saying that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does la ya'lamu Allah illa ba'da wuquhi al-amr unuf Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't know the affair until after it occurs. This is from the individual called Ma'bad al-Juhni. And also Ghilan al-Qadri. And they were at the time of the Bani Umayyah, the uh, Amawi uh, era uh, in Khilafah, in the tarikh and the history of Al-Islam. So therefore, there was two members of the Salaf. One of them, Humayd ibn Abdurrahman, uh, Naam, Humayd ibn Abdurrahman, and also Yahya ibn Ya'mar, Humayd ibn Abdurrahman, and Yahya ibn Ma'mar, and they wanted to do Hajj. And it was from the manners of the Salaf that when they did Hajj or when they did Umrah, that they would seek ilm. They would visit the ulama and take ilm from them and seek out the kibar and seek out the elders from the ulama especially. And this is what Humayd ibn Abdurrahman and Yahya ibn Ya'mar, they did regarding when they heard this or in the uh, when the fitna of uh, ma'bad uh, al-juhni regarding qadr was spread they went to do hajj seeking looking for the sahaba or the companion of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam and they said that la'allana perhaps we will naltaqi we will meet ahadan min ashab nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam that we'll see anyone perhaps we hope that we'll meet someone from the uh, companions of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and from the tawfiq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, they said law wufiqna lana ahadun ahadu ashabi rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam if we had the tawfiq Allah give us guidance and tawfiq that we meet one or anyone from the companions of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so we can ask them regarding this affair of qadr and they met Abdullah ibn Umar in the masjid رضي الله عنهما اتقينا بأبد الله ابن عمر الخطاب رضي الله عنهما and Yahya stood at one side of Abdullah ibn Umar and Humayd stood on the other side of Abdullah ibn Umar as you can imagine they were walking one by in one side and the other in the other close 
asking him, and this shows the manners of the student of knowledge in seeking ilm, looking for the kibar. And once they get hold of the kibar, they stick to them, the elders of the scholars. Naam. Mazala nasu bikhairin ma'akhadul ilm anakabirihim. That an individual will not cease to be upon good as long as they take from their elders, yani the ulama. So they met Abdullah ibn Umar and they told him what happened that Ma'bad uh, al Juhni was Sahibahu that they say in Al Amr Unuf and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala layalamu Allahu illa ba'da wukuhi and that the Qadr Allah does not know what's gonna happen except after it occurs. Abdullah ibn Umar Ida Lakaituhum Fa'akbirhum Anni Bari Unminhum Wa Annahum Bura Umini Walladi Yahlifu Abd Bihi Abdullah ibn Umar Law Annali Ahdihim Mithla Uhadin Dhahaba Fa'an Fakahu Fi Sabilillah Ma Kabilallahu Minhu Hatta Yu'mina Bil Qadari ثم استدل بقول النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وأن تؤمنوا بالقدر خيره وشره. so Abdullah ibn Umar when mentioning the affair of Ma'bad al-Juhni and Ghilan al-Qadri regarding the Qadr and the denial of Allah's ilm before occurrence of the any of things that occur. Abdullah ibn Umar said, if you meet these individuals that say this, that deny Qadr, then tell them, I am free from them as they are free from me. We're not upon the same thing. I am free from them as they are free from me. And that, and that which Abdullah ibn Umar him swears upon and makes an oath upon is that if any of them, these individuals who deny Qadr, were to give in charity... Uh, Mount Uhud of gold, you know, charity of gold of the amount of, of weight of Mount Uhud and they gave it in charity in the, in the path of Allah Allah would not accept it from them until they have Iman in Al-Qadr until they have Iman in Al-Qadr and then he uses proof the hadith and then he narrates the hadith of Jibreel so this qissa that happened was the uh, a story that occurred before the hadith of Jibreel uh, where uh, the messenger sallallahu said in it and that you uh, believe yani iman is that you believe in al-qadr the good of it and the evil or, or bad of it now so this is uh, from the Aqeed of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah and it's a major issue in Tawheed <coughs> because it's the Qudra of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's ilm Allah, the, the, the perfect nature of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's ilm and Iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's names and attributes as well this bab is big, wasi' and very important so in this hadith, in this qisa that we have here of Abdullah ibn Umar that we mentioned here that shows the Iman of Ahl Sunnati wa Jama'ah has to be the Iman in Al Qadr, the good of it and the bad of it. The next thing we're going to mention before we go to the translation of the text that Shaykh al Islam Muhammad Abdul Hab mentioned is that from the 
from uh, al-istiqra the ulama have compiled that qadr is of four categories that is qadr decree is upon four categories arbata aqsam yani kama ja'at bihi an-nusus yani when one looks in the text in quran and the sunnah qadr is of four categories al-awwal taqdir al-azli and that's taqdir al-azli and that is that which is written in the law al-mahfuz maqadir kulli shay'in ila yawm al-qiyamah ila qiyam as-sa'a yani everything is written up until the end of time and that is taqdir azali that is the the, the qadr that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has written has been written in that has been written in the lawh al-mahfuz naam and the second is at-taqdir al-umri at-taqdir al-umri and that is the light the decree regarding to one's lifespan the decree re- related to one's lifespan and this is taken from the hadith of abdullah ibn mas'udin radiyallahu an in the hadith of nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam in ahadukum yujma'u khalqu khalquhu fi batni ummihi 40 yawma nutfa thumma 40 yawma alaqa thumma 40 yawma mudgha hadhi arba'a ashhur thumma yursil ilayhi al-malak fayanfaqu fihi ar-ruh wa yuktabu ajluhu wa rizquhu wa 'amluhu shaqiyyun wa shaqiyyun am sa'idun this is taqdir al-umri ya ikhwan and that is the life of an individual from when he's uh, a sperm to the end of his life and that which will occur in his life from his actions and that which will occur in his life from his statements and that which will occur in his life regarding his provisions and that which will occur in his life whether he's going to be one who's been uh, uh, in sorrow or one who's going to be uh, have bliss yani taqdir umri and that is the hadith of Abdullah ibn Mas'udin radiyallahu ta'anhu that when you, every one of you will be gathered in the 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 uh, the, the stomach or the, of his mother arba'ina yawma nutfa the sperm will be 40 days and so forth ila akhir al-hadith and number 3 is at-taqdir al-hawli at-taqdir hawli and that is the yearly decree the yearly decree wa huwa fi kulli sanatin fi laylatil qadr and that is in laylatil qadr yuqaddiru allah ma sayqa'u fi tilka sana as allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows the decree of that which will occur in that year laylatul qadr naam so in this is called taqdir al-hawli yani the yearly decree as it relates to the categories of al-qadr and the fourth is taqdiru or taqdirun yawmiyun taqdirun yawmiyun fahu an allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yanzuru kulli yawm that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala deals with affairs every day and that is like the statement of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yas'aluhu man fi samawati wal ard kulli yawmin huwa fi sha'n where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that everything in the heavens and the earth ask him request from him subhana kulla yawmin huwa fi sha'n in every uh, day 
he brings something forth. And the ulama of tafsir have explained, and every day a life is taken. Every day a baby is born. Every day a man is made rich. Every day a man is made poor. Every day someone has an illness. Every day someone is cured. Kulli yawm huwa fi there is always an affair. And this is taqdeer yawmi, according to the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, daily decree. The daily decree. So these are the four categories of al-qadr. These are the four categories of al-qadr. And that is that, based upon this, it's a refutation against the, um, the qadriya. La shak, this is something that is said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not know, uh, have knowledge before anything occurs, until it occurs. This is a refutation. And we mentioned the taqdeer of azali, that Allah, everything is written that will occur before it will happen. And the taqdeer of umri and taqdeer of hawli and the taqdeer yawmi, all of these categories which is taken from the book of Allah and the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stands as refutations against <coughs> the aqidah of the qadariyya the aqidah of the qadariyya back to the text after this introduction of this uh, chapter important chapter and that is that Abdullah ibn Umar as we mentioned said by him in whose hand is the soul of ibn Umar if anyone possessed gold amount to the yani, size of Uhud and spent it in the faith, in the in the path of Allah, Allah subhanahu wa taala will not accept it. Allah will not accept it from him until he accepts qadr. And then he made took as proof the hadith of Jibril, and that's the first text that Shaykh al-Islam Muhammad Abdul Wahab rahimahullah taala he mentions. Yani the hadith, yani al-iman and the tu'min billahi, the belief that you believe in Allah, His angels his books, his messengers, the last day, and that you believe in qadr, khayrihi, wa sharri. Regarding this, uh, there's a few points that we can mention, bi'idhnillahi ta'ala. The first one, al-Uhud. Uhud is a, is, is a, uh, a Jabal is mashhur. It's a, 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 a famous uh, mountain, and it's a mountain which is uh, a huge mountain, and... Um, and the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said that the Uhud yuhibbuk tuhibbunahu wa yuhibbuk that the Uhud loves you and you love Uhud, and there's many narrations talking about the virtues of Uhud and so forth. Point number two, malaikati, and you know malaika, these are the angels that Allah subhanahu wa taala has made upon them to obey Allah only. لا يعصون الله ما أمرهم ويفعلون ما يؤمرون. They do not disobey Allah in that which He has commanded them to do, but rather they comply to that which Allah has commanded them to do. So these are the malaika. We have to have iman in the malaika, iman in their existence, iman in that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, iman ijmaliyan, general iman in the malaika, and iman tafsiliyah, specific iman uh, of the malaika, like their names and uh, their wadha'if and their jobs and their duties that is mentioned in the book of Allah and in the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and that is having iman number three point number three having iman 
in the books that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed al-munazzal ala rusulihi that he revealed to his messengers and from that is the suhuf ibrahim wa musa as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned suhuf ibrahim wa musa is the suhuf and the, the scrolls of ibrahim and musa yani the torah that was given to musa and also az zabur which is in the Quran also that was give, revealed to Dawood and Al Injil that was revealed to Isa uh, and Al Quran, which is the final revelation that abrogates all of the other books that is revealed to Muhammad. So we have to have general Iman as it relates to these books and we also have to have ijmaliya iman ijmal iman al ijmali uh, sorry tafsili and that is uh, detailed iman in the, regarding these books as it relates to the ahkam that's in the books <clears throat> the rulings that's in the books and also it, the quran being abrogate ab- abrogating those books before but we still have iman in those other books that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed so we have to have Iman, we could to be he. And that's from the Arkan al-Iman. And Iman, the number four, is Warusuluhi. And having Iman in his messengers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala That Allah, those who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to them and uh, a new legislation and they've been commanded to uh, propagate that. And those um, uh, Rusul, some of the ulama have mentioned some numbers, but like Nuh alayhi salatu salam, Isa, and Salamakumullah, all of the Rusul, Ulil Azam, Nam, Ibrahim, Ismail, Musa, Isa, Nam, all of these Anbiya and Rusul, we have to have Iman as it relates to them. Iman al Ijmali, general knowledge of them, and also that which is from the details of each of the messengers that is in the Book of Allah and in the Sunnah of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, pertaining to the detailed uh, affairs of the Rusul. We have to have Iman in these affairs. And then the number five, which is the main point here, and that is Antu'mina bil Qadr, Khayrihi wa Sharrih. And that you have Iman in Qadr, the good of it, and the evil of it. Naam. Ayyitu saddiqa anna Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala muqaddru wal khaliq li khayri wa shar. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who created all things. And he has, he's from his decree subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's from his decree subhanahu wa ta'ala. And regarding this affair here, the Qadr, we want to mention, we've mentioned the categories of Qadr, and that is, in the introduction today and now I'm going to mention uh, the levels of Qadr Maratib Al-Qadr the levels of Qadr and the levels of Qadr are four Al-Qadr ala arbati maratib and the levels of Qadr are four Al-Murtabatul Ula the first level is Ilmullahi Subhanahu Bima Kana Wa Bima Huwa Kainun and that is the ilm of Allah, the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as it relates to what is and what will be and what could be and Allah's knowledge regarding all of these affairs. And, and as for Murtabatul uh, Awal, which is the 
the the first one the dalil of that is a statement of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wallahu bi kulli shay'in alim wallahu bi kulli shay'in alim and allah has knowledge of all things so there isn't a mustard seed except that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the seven samawati wala fil ard except that that is in the heavens and in the earth except that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he knows every single thing of it before its existence and after its existence subhanahu wa ta'ala nothing is 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 hidden for him he has complete knowledge subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is the martabatul ula amma martabatul thaniya huwa kitabah and that is that this ilm that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has of all of the affairs it's it's written and this is the second level and that is that it is written and that is that the statement of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alam ta'lam anna allaha ya'lamu ma fi samaa'i wal ard ila qawlihi inna dhalika fi kitabin inna dhalika 'ala allahi yasir and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says do you not know that allah knows that which is in the heavens and the earth up until allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in surah hajj inna dhalika fi kitab really that is in a book written in a scroll in a scrolls written so that is the second martaba that is the second level and that is it is written that in the allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has regarding uh, the decree it is written that's the second level martabatu thaniya and wama takun fi sha'nin waman tatlu minhu min qur'anin wala ta'maluna min 'amalin illa kunna 'alaykum shuhudan idha idh tufiduna bi wama ya'zabu 'an rabbika min mithqali dharratin fil ardi wala fis sama' wala asghar min dhalika wala akbar illa fi kitabin mubin and that's in surah yunus and that is that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala there's nothing that is from the affairs nothing that you recite from the quran and nothing that you do from your actions and nothing that is witnessed and nothing that is hidden and nothing that is of the the, the size of the mustard of a mustard seed in the heavens and in the earth and even that which is smaller nothing from that except that is in kitabin mubin except that it is written except that it is written and that is the second category of or level sorry that is the second level of qadr wa martabatu thaniya mashi'atuhu al-'amma and that is allah's will bi ijadi ma katabahu wa ma 'alima and that is the will of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that which he writes right his that that he knows and that which he write that is written subhanahu wa ta'ala uh that uh, uh its occurrence would occur that's from the will of allah that after all of that that which occurs is from the will of allah from allah's ilm and from that which is written the third is al mashia and that is the will of allah that the occurrence of that which is from the ilm of allah and the occurrence of that which uh, is written its occurrence is through the will of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mashiatillahi tabaraka wa ta'ala from the will of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the second the final the final category umma tashauna illa an yasha allah as allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says as the proof for the third one that they do not will except that allah will naam allah allowed it to occur subhanahu wa ta'ala it's from the will of allah and this is the third martaba of al qadar amma martabatu rabi'a and that is the fourth one is khalquhu lima sha'ahu wa qaddaruhu wa katabahu and that is the the occurrence and the creation of that which allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has written and willed for its occurrence allah created it
it's been created, this implementation. And this is from the fourth martaba in the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in qadr. And that is like the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Wallahu khalaqakum wa ma ta'maloon. Regarding the, the qissa of, uh, of Salamukumullah of Ibrahim, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Wallahu khalaqakum wa ma ta'maloon. Allah created you and that which you do. This is from the Qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is the final level of the Qadr and that is the creator and that is the creation. So we have to have Iman in all of this tafsil and these detailed affairs of Qadr. This is the tafsil of Qadr and that is these four maratib. The first being Martabatul Ula and that has been Ilmullah, the knowledge of Allah over the affairs. Martabatul Thaniya, Kitabatul, it being written. And that is the will of Allah for it to occur after it's been written from His ilm, subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the khalquhu. And that is that which Allah willed its exist, come into existence and its creation. Wallahu khalaqakum wa ma ta'maloon. Wallahu khalaqakum wa ma ta'maloon. So here, Ikhwatil Kirami shows the importance of uh, Al-Qadr and having Iman in Al-Qadr in its detailed sense and this Barakallahu Feek is Muhim. The next issue we're going to talk about here is Munasabat Al-Athar Lit-Tawheed and that is this Athar of uh, Abdullah ibn Umar radiyallahu ta'anu what is his relationship with Kitab Al-Tawheed and that is the Hayth Udal Al-Athar Ala Kufri Man Ankar Al-Qadr and that's because in this athar, this, it shows the disbelief of the one who does not believe in qadr. Because Allah will not accept anything from them, even if it was the size of uhud. It will not be accepted until they have iman in qadr. So it shows that the one who does inkar munkari al-qadr, that this is from kufr. And that is that the one who... Negates Qadr. This is associating partners with Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala in His Rububiyyah, in His Lordship, because that's from His Rububiyyah, His Elm, His uh, the 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 Khalq. It's from His Rububiyyah. So when one denies that, that means that they're saying that it's from someone else, and therefore there's Ishraq. There is associating partners with Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. In his rububiyya, which definitely leads to ishraq billahi ta'ala fil uluhiyya, in his uluhiyya as well, in his servitude, subhanahu wa ta'ala, because the one who has the knowledge of everything before it occurs, and when it occurs, the one who creates all the heavens and the earth, and creates all that occurs, that this the one who has this is the one who deserves to be worshipped alone. And this is the munasabah. And this is the relationship and the suitability of this athar and not also the chapter in Kitab al-Tawheed. In Kitab al-Tawheed. Now, then after that, um, Barakallahu Feekum, uh, Shaykh al-Islam Muhammad al-Duhabi mentions uh, an athar of uh, Ubay, Ubay, uh, Ubadah ibn Samit radiyallahu ta'anhu anhu qala li ibnihi ya bunaya he said to his son oh my dear son that you would not 
Ubad ibn Samit radiyallahu ta'ala anhu he said li ibnihi ya bunayya oh my dear beloved son innaka lan tajida ta'am al-iman that verily you will not taste the sweetness of iman hatta ta'lamu anna ma asabaka lam yakun liukhti'ak وَمَا أَخْطَعَكَ لَمْ يَكُنْ لِيُصِيبَكَ That you will not taste the sweetness. You will not taste the sweetness of Iman unless you realize that what has afflicted you was not to, was not to miss you. And it would not miss you and go to somebody else. It was for you. And that which has not but you've not been afflicted to with and has missed you, it is not supposed to be for you. It is not supposed to be for you. You will not taste the sweetness of Iman unless you have this. And then he said, Samiatu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaqul, and I heard the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying, inna awla ma khalaqallahu al-qalam, that the first thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created was the qalam, فَقَالَ لَهُ أُكْتُبْ فَقَالَ رَبِّي مَذَا أَكْتُبْ So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to the, to the pen, write. And the pen said, Oh my Lord, oh my Lord, what should I write? قَالَ أُكْتُبْ مَقَادِرَ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ حَتَّى تَقُومَ And that is that he said, after the pen, I said, write down the destinies of all things until the establishment of the hour. And then he said, Radiyallahu uh, an, Ya Bunayya, Samiatu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Yaqul, Man mata ala ghayri hadha, Falaysa minni. He says, Oh my dear son, I heard the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say, That whoever dies believing, believing something other than this, And not believing in Qadr, Does not belong to me, And he is not from me. He is not from me. And then uh, Muhammad Abduhab, Shaykh al-Islam, rahimullah, he mentions uh, another salamukumullah uh, chain of virgin, and that's in the Musnad of Imam Ahmed, and that is that it says, "Anna awwala ma khalaq Allahu taala al-qalam, faqal lahu uktub, fajara fi tilka al-saa, bima huwa kainun ila yom al-qiyama." The first thing that Allah created was the pen. He said to the pen right and in that very hour all of what was to occur was written until the day of resurrection this narration we're not going to go into do to, into depth with this aspect this last one in musnad of imam ahmed the ulama spoke about it and spoke about it, uh, this uh, uh, questioned its authenticity question its authenticity and likewise we have another narration that's in ibn wahab that the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said, فَمَنْ لَمْ يُؤْمِنْ بِالْقَدْرِ وَخَيْرِهِ وَشَرِّهِ أَحْرَقَهُ اللَّهُ بِالنَّارِ Whoever does not believe in uh, Qadr, uh, whether it's good or bad, will be burned by Allah in the hellfire. Will be burned by Allah in the hellfire. طيب. Regarding these narrations, generally we can mention a few points بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَرْشِ الْعَظِيمِ Point number one, and that is Abad ibn Samit, he said, Ya Bunayya, he was speaking to his son, 
and his son's name was Al-Walid ibn Ubadah. His son's name was Al-Walid ibn Ubadah. That was his son, the one that he was speaking to, radiyallahu anhu. Point number two, لَن تَجِدَ تَعْمَلْ iman, And that you will not taste the sweetness of Iman. لَن تَجِدَ حَلَوَةَ iman, The beauty and the sweetness of Iman. Because Iman, he has a taste. He has a taste and a sweetness. Now the one who tastes this, Ya Ikhwatul Karam, the one who tastes this will enjoy it in this life and in this dunya and in this dunya. That the one who tastes the Iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Iman in his messengers, Iman in his angels, Iman in that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed, Iman in Qadr, the good of it, will have Raha, we have Sakina, we have tranquility. Especially as it comes to point number three from the statement of uh and that is that until he knows that that which afflicted you will not go to somebody else. And that meaning that you have iman and belief that, is, that, that which has been decreed upon you from uh, afflictions or from things that are good or things that are evil according to you. It will not go past you and go to somebody else. It was meant for you. This is from the decree. So the person will have the halawa and the taste, the sweetness of iman when they have iman in this affair. And they have raha and tasneem and submit to the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And likewise, point number four. And that is, وَمَا أَخْطَأَكَ لَمْ يَكُنْ And that is, that which is not meant for you and it was meant for others, it will not come to you. مَا لَمْ يُقَدَّرْ عَلَيْكَ مِنَ الْخَيْرِ That which is not meant for you from khair, from wealth, from uh, happiness, from children, from wives or, uh, or what have yous, from khair, from ilm. Naam. حَتَّى تُصَدِّقْ أَنَّ مَا قُدِّرَ عَلَيْكَ مِنَ الْخَيْرِ وَالشَّرِّ لَنْ يَتَعَدَّاكِ لَغَيْرِكِ You won't go to somebody else. That which is from good. Oh, sorry. لَا يُمْكِنَ أَنْ يُصِيبَكَ Rather, that it would not afflict you. And it, will not give, it won't come to you. Wealth will not come to you if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decreed it not to be so. And likewise, poverty will not come to you unless Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decreed so. Naam. Point number uh, five, I believe. And that he said, Man ala hadha minni. The statement that's attributed to the Messenger sallallahu uh, alayhi that whoever dies upon this is not from him. And who dies upon this is not a believer. Bil qadr khayrihi wa sharri. The one who doesn't have iman in qadr, khayrihi wa sharri, it's good and it's evil, it's not from me. It's not from the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Naam. And the next point that we're going to mention, Barakallahu Fikum, in this affair, and it's an important affair, are two things. There are two affairs that we're going to mention. The first of those 
yeah, Ahibba, my beloved brothers, is the statement, Khayrihi wa Shar. And that is the good and the evil. What does this mean? What is the meaning of this? We mentioned this last week. And that is that al-shar, the, the, from the hadith of the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, al-sharru la yarji' or laysa ilayk. Al-sharru laysa ilayk. And that is that, that uh, uh, evil is not attributed to you, O oh Allah. So how do we understand this hadith? Al-sharru laysa ilayk. That evil does not come back to you. How do we understand this and also understand what and that you believe in qadr, the good and the evil? Which evil is mentioned here that we have to have iman in it? And the second narration, which is in the hadith of Ali bin Abi Talib in Sahih Muslim, is that washarru laysa ilayk. That evil is not attributed to you. How do we collaborate these two narrations? We do it as follows, inshallah. And that is, we do a gem. We join the hadith together. And that is that, إِذَا قَدَّرَ اللَّهُ عَلَى الْإِنسَانُ شَرَّ فَإِنَّمَا هُوَ شَرٌ نِسْبِي That if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees uh, uh, bad uh, for someone, that this is relative. That this is relative. إِلَى الْإِنسَانِ نَفْسِهِ To that individual himself. لِأَنَّ ذَلِكَ أُقُوبَةٌ لَهُ بِسَبَبِ ذُنُوبِهِ وَجَهْلِ And it's due to his ignorance and his sins. Naam. As for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, فَإِنَّهُ خَيْرٌ مَحَد As for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then this is pure good. 100% good. There is no evil in the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But that evil is relative to that individual. That bad is relative to that individual. And some of the ulama that give an example regarding this, he says, they say, لو أن ملكا عادلا من شأني أن كل من ارتكب جريمة أدبه If there was a, a just ruler, and from the signs of his, him being just, is that anyone who uh, goes against the, the legislation and it is uh, a sin which requires a, a punishment that is, that is from the book of Allah and the Sunnah, the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam, that the, the, the ruler, he gives him that punishment. So for example, a zani, that the fornicator is stoned if they have been previously married, or is whipped if they have not been previously married. And also the one that drinks alcohol, is whipped and so forth according to the legislation and the one that is a murderer will receive capital punishment this is sharp no doubt but it's relative to that individual who stole is relative to that individual who fornicated is relative to that individual who killed because of their sins themselves so the one who gets his hand Chopped because he stole is because of his thieving, pilfering. And he is evil to him because of his sin. 
but Malik. As for the the uh, the aspect of the ruler, huh? amara bi salik the, the ruler as for him who ordered for the, the this one to be whipped or that one's hand to be chopped off, this is not considered shar ilay. This is from his being just and the good and sticking to the legislation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if it wasn't for this, the people will be corrupted. So therefore, Al-Malik yushkar alayhi wa yuhmad. So as for the ruler, he is, people are grateful to him for this and he is commended for this. So likewise, the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, as it relates to Allah, walillahi al-mathal al-a'la, as it relates to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, all of it is good, because it's from his adal, it's from his just, and it's from who al-hakim, it's from his wisdom subhanahu wa ta'ala, and it's from his rahmah, it's from his mercy subhanahu wa ta'ala. So sharru laysa ilayk. So the evil is not to Allah, but as for the individual who has fallen into some type of sin and he's punished for that sin this is due to his disobedience and it's a punishment for his uh ma'siyah so this is barakallahu fikum ah shar nisbi relative evil nam that's the first point that we wanted to mention that was the first additional point that we wanted to mention the second point that we wanted to mention is a statement or khilaf between Ahlul Ilm as to what was created first, uh, the Qalam or the Arsh. What was created first? Hal khalaq al-Arsh qabl al-Qalam or khalaq al-Qalam qabl al-Arsh? Was uh, the throne created before the pen or the pen created before the throne or vice versa? Ulama such as Ibn Jarir from uh, uh, ulama of tafsir he says that the qalam is created before the arsh based upon the hadith here in kitab al-tawheed ulama uh, the hadith here where the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam he says inna awwal ma khalaqallahu ta'ala al-qalam that the first thing that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created was the qalam based upon that ibn jarir he says that it's the pen is the first, is, was created before the arsh but the correct opinion is on the contrary. And that is that And that is that the first thing that was created was the Arsh. That Allah was and there was nothing before him. And his Arsh was upon the water. Now, so Allah that Allah was and there was nothing and his arsh, his throne was upon the water now, so this shows the mentioning of the throne was first before any, uh, uh, any other creation according to uh, some of the ulama it was asked last week but this is a khilaf written ahil ilm but perhaps this is the best opinion and this is the opinion of Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah 
rahimahullah ta'ala, and also the opinion of Ibn Qayyim. As Ibn Qayyim, rahimahullah ta'ala, he says, وَالنَّاسُ مُخْتَلِفُونَ فِي الْقَلَمِ الَّذِي كُتِبَ الْقَضَاءَ بِهِ مِنَ الْدَيَّانِ هَلْ كَانَ قَبْلَ الْعَرْشِ أَوْ هُوَ بَعْدَهُ قَوْلَانِ عِنْدَ أَبِ الْعَلَى الْحَمَذَانِ وَالْحَقُّ أَنَّ الْعَرْشَ قَبْلُ لِأَنَّهُ قَبْلَ الْكِتَابَةِ كَانَ ذَا أَرْكَانِ And he says, Rahimullah ta'ala, Ibn Qayyim in his Nuniyya, that the people deferred as relates to the qalam, that, 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 that uh, the decree was written with, that uh, in the religion, that did it come before the arsh or after the arsh, and it's two opinions. It's two opinions in the Abil Allah Hamadani, and in, uh, according to Abi Allah Al Hamadani, and then he mentions at the end of that that that, uh, that portion, well, Haq and the truth, and Al Arsh Qablahu or Qablu, and is that the arsh was before everything else from the creation. And that's before uh, the qalam came when it was written, uh, the arsh was present. Based upon this hadith of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, كَانَ اللَّهُ وَلَا شَيْءٍ And his arsh was upon the water. Allah, Allah was when there was nothing else. And his arsh was there after and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the arsh first which means that it is the first of the creation now and this is perhaps the strongest opinion but again it's an opinion between the the ulama and it's not from the usul it's not from the usul of aqidah it's from the furor it's from the branch the, the usul is the iman in al-arsh from the usul is iman in al-qalam. But from the furor, from the branches of this iman is uh, the belief on, uh, sorry, the issue of which came first, the qalam or the arsh. So the khilaf here is not the khilaf in usul because ahl sunnati wal jama'ah and the sahaba, they, the sahaba radiyallahu anhu, they did not disagree in the fundamentals of the deen as in aqidah and iman and so forth. This here, ya ikhwatil kiram, is from the branches of iman, naam, branches of uh, this usul, from this these fundamentals, not from the fundamentals, naam, hence why there was different in this regard. But the correct opinion, inshallah, is that the arsh came first. Is that the arsh came first, naam. So, the rest of the narrations that is mentioned by uh, Shaykh al-Islam, Muhammad al-Duhab, Ta'ala, and that is the narration, Salamukumullah, uh, uh, of Daylami, and, and that is that he went to obey Ibn Ka'b, and he said to him, there is something within me, some doubt regarding Qadr, please narrate me to me something that perhaps by Allah will take it, I need a doubt from my heart, and he said, even if you spend uh, 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 the gold in the way of Uhud, in the path of Allah, or in the uh, Quran, he didn't make, he didn't mention path of Allah in this one, but you spend generally in uh, the gold uh, that equates to uh, Jabal Uhud. Allah will not accept it from you until you believe in Qadr. Know that that which afflicts you was not supposed to go to somebody else, and that which occurred for somebody else was not supposed to be afflicted on you. And if you die disbelieving in other than this then you are one of the people of the hellfire. And then he said, uh, ثُمَّ 
Nam. He said, Qala fa'ataytu Abdullah ibn Mas'ud. Then I went to Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, wa Hudayfa ibn al-Yaman, and I went to Hudayfa and Zayd ibn Thabit, and all of them haddathini bimithli dhalika ani Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And all of them narrated uh, similar to that, uh, which was narrated by Ubay ibn Ka'b from the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the explanation of this hadith is similar to the one before it, and it's a repetition. But rather, this shows the importance of Barakallahu Fikum, the Iman in Qadr, and its importance in Tawheed, and in the Rububi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us be from those who submit to the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and correct our aqidah and keep it firm and pure through, uh, and educate our families upon this correct creed, upon this beautiful deen of al-Islam and beautiful aqidah, pure aqidah, aqidah to salafiyyah. Ameen. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barak ala nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.